Thanks for joining us today. We are back for season three of Seattle Diva with your host, Naomi Morgan. Enjoy the show. Seattle Diva listeners, we are back with another episode. This is the season three coping with COVID-19 and I have special guest Rachel on. Rachel, do you want to say hi to our listeners? I do. Hey, everybody. So, Rachel, thanks for being a part of our podcast today. I know we have a lot of listeners out there and a lot of people who have different circumstances and situations. So, do you want to go ahead and share with our listeners a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do? Yeah. So, my name is Rachel. I am a native of the Pacific Northwest, and I serve at a large um, multi-site church in the area called Champion Center. We are one church. We have six locations, uh, one in Tacoma, Bellevue, DuPont, Yakima, Lower Valley, and then one online as well. That's a lot of different locations. That's awesome. Do you want to share with our listeners a little more insight? We've kind of heard the, the big story about what's happening with a lot of church services, but can you tell us the real effect from the inside? Absolutely. So, Obviously, Governor Inslee has um, placed a placed restrictions on how many people can get together, and now it's the stay home, stay safe um, situation. So everybody is confined to their homes, with the exception of essential workers, and so that immediately affected us. As did President Trump's recommendation for meeting in groups of ten or less, and that was even sooner. So that affected us pretty quickly. We stopped having all in-person services. So all of our locations closed their doors to the public, basically, and we stopped having weekend services in person. So I said that we have six locations. Um, Now all of those six locations are meeting in our one online location. Mm. So I have another question. I know that this is not directly how it's affected uh, the church, but how did your, um, when I say church members, how did your church members respond to this? You know, it's been really cool to see everybody pull together as community. We like to say that um, our church, even though our buildings are closed, our church is still open. And the reality is the church is not a place, it's a people. And so even though we're physically far apart, we've been able to stay relationally close, which is great. I'm so thankful for technology. We're able to broadcast, live stream our services on Sundays. So people were, before we had the um, stay home, stay safe, people were having watch parties at their homes where they would invite, you know, a a dozen or so people over Mm -hmm. and they would watch the service together. And our kids teams have been able to um, put together resources for parents to lead their kids through their experience as well and had activities. And so people um, have really been banding together very well. And even even now with Stay Home, Stay Safe, we've been having, um, we call them connect groups. So last night, over 200 women uh, hopped online in a giant Zoom call and were able to have what some people would call a Bible study. We talked about influence and being a, influencing other people in whatever sphere of life that you're in. And so 200 women jumped online, but then we broke out into these virtual rooms where we could really dive in and connect with one another and just talk about life. I'm thankful for leadership that encourages us to focus on the positive and choose faith over fear. Because right now, it's a time when people can, um, you know, anxiety is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And 
people can, you know, mental health and, and isolation is something, if you think about it, uh, solitary confinement is like the worst form of punishment. So we've got single people out there that are just alone in their condos, and we've got parents out there that are going crazy with their kids while they're both trying to work from home. And right. if we can just be a light and a resource and a, a connection point between people, um, that's what we're here to do. And it just, it looks different now. It's all online, but thank God for technology. Yeah, that is one way to put it. That's so good to hear that your community has come together and it hasn't stopped anyone from staying connected. That's so wonderful. So I guess that leads me into my final question. How are you coping with this COVID-19 yourself? Like, what are things that you are doing to cope with this entire global pandemic? Yeah, for me, it's not being a hermit, (laughs) even though I'm in my home alone. So it's caused me to almost lean into my relationships more. I've talked to my mom more than I ever have. Um, She's almost 60. She's got diabetes, so I haven't been able to see her Mm. in person. Um, Don't want the kids, obviously, around her just because we might not show symptoms in the same way that she does. But I've been more active on social media. I don't know if you've been on Instagram at all lately, but I've never seen so many people go live. Oh, Um, I know. (laughs) Right? And so I'm definitely leaning more into all of that. I'm I'm now a homeschool mom. Crazy. Not not my gifting, but (laughs) we're doing it. And it's just really caused me and my husband, Aaron, to just examine what's really important and be in extra communication because he's got work to do as well and we're all just in this together and so we are um, just upping our communication game which I think really has caused us to kind of go back to the basics of what's important. Before we go Rachel is there anything else that you would love to share with our listeners? Yeah I I realize that I've been talking a lot about our specific church and what we're doing but the reality is, is that the church is coming alive everywhere. Um, We're really mobilizing in ways that we never have, and we're more unified than we ever have been. I've seen pastors helping each other with, um, you know, resources and getting their messages out to people that may not have the same, you know, technology resources that others have. I've seen them sharing kids' curriculum and message notes and community outreach even. We've been able to mobilize our teams in ways that bring, for example, um, resources to the people on the front lines in hospitals. We've been able to bring them food and letters of encouragement. We got a letter back from a nurse the other day that said her whole floor was in tears reading the letters that had been sent from some of our our community. And so even though we are isolated and alone, I feel like that is one way that we've been coping is to look outside ourselves and see how we can make a difference even from where we're at. So I would just encourage anybody that is looking for a way to lift their own spirits is to maybe look look at how they can lift someone else's today. Absolutely. That is great takeaway advice. Rachel, thank you so much for being a part of Seattle Diva. We appreciate your time. We know you're busy and you've got a lot of great things going on. So thanks for joining us today. All right. Love you. Love you. And that is it for Seattle Diva today. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back tomorrow with another interview.